Welcome to the Southeastern Sports Insider. Today I'm joined by Harrison and Aiden to talk about the Elite Eight college basketball games. What did you guys think? So obviously over the weekend, the Elite Eight happened. It was Houston versus Villanova, Arkansas versus Duke, St. Peter's versus UNC, and Miami, Florida versus Kansas. Uh, Houston beat, or sorry, Villanova beat Houston by six. Uh, I believe if we go back a couple weeks, we had Houston as one of our underrated teams, if I remember correctly. So, and I'm pretty sure that's the only one we hit on. Like literally, I'm pretty sure that's the only one we hit on. Yeah, I mean, them making the lead eight is pretty. Yeah. Pretty good for a five seed, though. Yeah. So not a very good point spread by Houston. The only person that scored over ten was their guard Taze Moore. Uh, you know, you're not going to be able to win games when not when everyone's not scoring, but. You know, not much from Villanova either. Only two guys over 10 points as well. This was – it was a fun basketball game to watch, I would say, but it – like when you look at stat sheets, it's really underwhelming. It was low scoring. Yeah. I didn't expect Villanova to make it this far. I thought they were a little overrated, but they made it to the Final Four playing Kansas. I think Kansas will win. Yeah, me too. And I think – yeah. I don't. I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure on one of my brackets I had Kansas winning. Same. But like my best bracket, ninety-eight point two percent. I have Kansas winning. Ninety-eight, or you mean ninety-three? Ninety-eight point two percent. I'm gonna have to look at that later. Anyway, Same moving on to. Is it, oh my lord. I have like I have like probably five hundred points. <laughs> Mine is so bad. I'm ranked eight million <laughs> in the world. Anyway, moving on to the Duke versus Arkansas game. Duke. Uh, beat Arkansas, and it's going to be a Duke UNC matchup in Kinda the Final crazy. Four. It's the first time ever. Um, this might be like one of the biggest games UNC, in college basketball. I think this is kind of like if Purdue played IU in the Final Four. Yeah, that would be like the craziest game ever, too. Mm-hmm. But but this is like Coach yeah, K's last season. Coach K's too. last season. I think North Carolina will win though. They're playing amazing. Yeah, they're they're so hot. Duke is playing good. Paulo Banchar is playing good, but. I have UNC winning this game. It's just, yeah, I don't know. But UNC, yeah, Caleb Love's playing good. Mm-hmm. Their white caveman, he's playing good. <laughs> um, Baycott's playing good. He had, like, 25 rebounds last game. They just have a lot of studs, and I think they're going to take down Coach K and spoil Duke season. I'm going to say that Duke wins this game when they play because coming off of a nine-point win over Arkansas, Arkansas yeah, it was pretty – it was a really good game. Three guys on Arkansas scored over 10, but four guys on Duke scored over 10. Uh, A.J. Griffin almost had 20. But, you know, St. Peter's was hot coming in, you know, making the Elite A as a 15 seed, but that was honestly a really easy game for UNC. Yeah. So, they, I think – you Or St. Peter's came into that game and played like a 15 seed. Yeah, they, they actually like finally played like a 15 yeah. seed. If they uh, play like that against Murray State, Purdue, or Kentucky, they get blown out yeah. the same way UNC blew them out. Yeah. Moving on to UNC and St. Peter's. UNC won that, of course, by 20, mm-hmm. <laughs> 69-49. I just I f- kept feeling that St. Peter's was going to come back, and they just never – it looked like no one was putting effort in out there. and no, They yeah. were just satisfied with making it to the lead eight. Yeah. Yeah, Doug Eddard only scored two points. Yeah. You got to score as the leader of the team. I think and having like so much hype, you have to do better than that. The thing with Doug Edder, he came in and he never was 
like, every, I don't know. Everyone just loves him. And everyone thinks he's the leader of that team. And he's, like, the fourth best player on that team. Against Purdue, he shot one for six and had, like, six points. Yeah. It's just – then he had two – one for f- six against UNC and had two points off free throws. He just yeah. – Another know. another player that has had a good March Madness performance, but really nothing else. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the Kansas versus Miami, Florida. Always have to freaking specify that. Kansas beat them by 26. It was close. It was Does close. Does not look s- like it. <laughs> well, the second half, I think Kansas outscored them something like 47 to 15. Okay. It was something crazy. Oh, yeah, the second half. So the first half was 35 to 29. The second half was 47 to 15. Yeah. Because Miami was up, right? They at were half, up yeah. at half. How do you how do you go from scoring thirty five to fifteen? They Kansas just came in and blew them out. Forty seven to fifteen. That's just crazy. Anthony Walker looking like he's on a college <laughs> basketball team instead of playing in the NFL. So national championship, I got Kansas, North Carolina. That's not ridiculous. And you know what surprises me is UNC is an eight seed. Yeah. But, I don't know. Really, any of these games, the national championship is going to be pretty good. Yeah, whatever whatever happens, it, the national championship is going to be really good. Kansas-UNC, Kansas-Duke, Villanova-UNC, Villanova-Duke. I think the best matchup is probably Kansas-UNC. Yeah. And UNC winning. Yeah, that would be crazy. But, at the same I time, um, what was it a few years ago when... Duke, or when UNC and Villanova played? Or who did Villanova yeah. play when they won? Was it UNC? It was UNC, yeah. I think that would be a kind of cool game. A really good matchup, or a rematch. I'm pretty sure Villanova won off a game winner, game too. Winner three, so yeah. I think that would be a pretty good matchup. Fun to watch, too. Yeah, it'd be like just like old times. I think that was like the first national when, championship When's the I national watched. championship? You know? Um, it says it is April 4th. So we w- everyone it's will be two on two days. Yeah. Everyone will be on spring break, so it'll be fun to watch. Yeah, it's a Monday. It's two days after the final four mm-hmm. matchups. It'll be yeah. That's kinda crazy. The time is to be determined. I thought however. it would be like a Thursday or Friday. Yeah, or Friday. Monday's kinda Monday's a little weird. I'm gonna be honest, I thought Providence could have beaten Kansas. I was really rooting for them. They only lost by five too. Yeah. I don't want to talk about anything. I just want to move on to not even Peters next year. Talk about that one. Yeah, we can talk about this one right here. Which one, one is it? 67 to 64. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that this year. So I, bad. I, I don't want to talk about next year. We're going to be pretty bad next year. Jeez, but the game. year after that, that's our year. Oh, really? We got You two, said this was your year. We got year. two four stars already. Hopefully they can go up to five stars. So some standout performances from this March Madness was obviously Doug Edder. Do you think he stays one more year, and, or does he go, or does he declare? No, I think he'll stay another year. I don't, I don't think he's good enough for the draft. Yeah. I, yeah. I think, like, I mean, Car- Carson Edwards was drafted because his March Madness performance. Yeah. And but I'm pretty March sure he made it Carson to the Elite Edwards Eight and lost, right? Carson Edwards' March Madness performance was much better. Yeah, probably. And Carson Edwards played at Purdue. He didn't, he didn't top score two points in the uh, final yeah. four game. So. He had 
in that game that Carson where we lost to Virginia, mm-hmm. Carson Edwards had forty two points. Yeah. And ten threes, so Yeah. <laughs> and it's the like but Doug Edder, if he stays one more year, it's probably you don't know if he's gonna have a good year again. Yeah. I wonder because I had no idea who this guy was before the tournament. I'm gonna see what his stats are during the regular season. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? So, it looks like during the regular season, he averaged 9.5 points, 2.5 rebounds, 0.9 assists on 45% shooting. <laughs> so, yeah, literally just a good March Madness yeah. performance. But whenever I was watching him, it, or I, I saw something on TikTok, and it kind of reminded me of Doug Edder, uh, or it kind of reminded me of Stephen Curry. And yeah. they kind of did the similar things when Curry played at Davidson. They mm-hmm. did that screen concept to try to get mm-hmm. each of them open. And I don't know, maybe Doug Edwards the next Stephen Curry. Yeah, this uh, Doug Edwards' performance in March matches is nowhere close to Carson yeah. Edwards. He scored 20 points back-to-back, and 20 points is the highest he scored. Yeah. I mean, those are good games, but Carson Edwards averaged, like, 40 points. Yeah. I feel like being a guard averaging more rebounds and assists is, like, really yeah. bad thing. So looking at these stars in college, who do you think is, let's say, top three to get drafted? Let's like do who's top your top five. three. Top five? top five? We'll do top five. Number um, one, I believe, is Orlando is currently. No. It's has the I number one Rockets. spot. Or Rockets. Here, wait, look up. It's uh, one of those. I think it's Rockets. They're like, they only have like 15 wins. <laughs> Yeah, Orlando was really disappointing this year. There's, like, five bad teams. I, I know Pacers are in the top four. Yeah, Pacers will get a good player, too, hopefully. Yeah, hope. So the first overall is Orlando, as really? of right now, and the second overall is Houston. Hmm. Uh, Detroit is number three, Oklahoma City is number four, and Indiana is five. So number one overall to Orlando. Obviously, Orlando does not need any more guards. Hopefully they won't pick one. They'll probably pick one. They no. ha- I'm pretty sure they have like one, two, three, four, like six guards. I don't think they'll go roster. guard because they're not going to pick Jane Ivy, and he's the only guard in the top yeah. five. They need like a forward or a, a big man. Ch- Chet. They'll make. Chet maybe. would make the most I sense. I think. I think they'll go Chet. I think Chet goes one. Yeah. Here's my top five. I think Chet goes one. I think Paulo goes two, mm-hmm. Jabari Smith three, Ivy four, and then either Keegan Murray from Iowa at yeah. five or like Shaden Sharp from Kentucky. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, what does what position is Paulo? Is he a guard power or forward? forward? He's a power forward. Yeah. Mm. And then Jabari Smith plays small Houston forward. Houston has. They have Jalen Green and Kevin Porter already. Adding Jabari yeah, Smith would be really Christian good. And Christian Wood. I think, but at the same time, if Chet doesn't go one, I think Houston will take Chet. Yeah, probably. But Both yeah, top teams kind of need a big and then guy. Who's three? Three's Detroit. I don't see Detroit going guard either. No, there's no way. Cade. Yeah, but they do have Marvin Bagley. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's a bust, honestly. Yeah, but I mean, so but wasn't Marvin Bagley I think picked like top five? They could pick. They could. Do you think Detroit might go Ivy? I think it's possible. There's no way. Yeah. Pairing him up with Cade. 
I don't know. If the I really want Ivy to fall to um, Indiana, Indiana. Yeah, but I don't it, know. It really, it really, honestly, could happen because Detroit has Cade and Oklahoma City has Shea. Yeah. So Indiana if we, is if we get five, probably going to get. I hope we can get top four, but if we get five, it's possible. We yeah, no, it's to very be possible. I five. don't think Detroit or Oklahoma City takes a guard. Yeah. I think they. I think. I think it's yeah. Shet. Palo, I think Keegan Murray might go to Oklahoma City. Yeah. Or Detroit. They both need forwards. Jabari Smith, though. I think Jabari Smith. I think think Jabari and Keegan go three and four. And then Jane Ivey goes to Indiana. I can see that happen. Keegan Murray looked like a stud in um, Big Ten tournament. Whenever I watched him, he reminded me a lot of KD. Mm-hmm. Similar, um, like height and weight too. Yeah, but yeah. And Indiana also has a the seventeenth pick as well. So yeah, we have they'll get some pretty good guys. Seventeenth, and then we have like thirty one. Yeah, because we have the second rounder, Houston's second rounder. Mm-hmm. So Indiana will add hopefully three young studs. You know, he's mm-hmm. get a stud in the second round. Yeah, especially early. Um, and then hopefully we can go sign a free agent, maybe try to compete next year. <laughs> but Tyrese Halliburton, he's a stud. He's yeah. the future. Yeah, pairing Jaden. So the starting lineup, if we get Ivy, would be Ivy. Halliburton. Well, he's ha- a guard. Halliburton will play point guard. He's been playing point guard right now, and since he's played for the Pacers, he's leading the um, league in assists. So it'll it'll probably be he's averaging like twelve assists per game. So that'd be, be huge for Ivy. Halley. Halley Dorte. We might might yeah. get in there. We don't have Sabonis anymore. We have Miles. Shoot. So then maybe pick up a power forward. Four. Yeah, like a veteran veteran power forward. Or in the draft if we want to go super young. Yeah, like at 17. We have Isaiah Jackson. He's been a stud. Yeah. So at the 17th pick, do you think they – what's like a good power forward or like just forward in general? Um. Uh, 17 is pretty low. I can't really – I can't think of 17 college players to be completely honest with you. Yeah. Isaiah Mobley. If if you get like right now at seventeen, they have us taking. If you get a guard and a forward, and in a couple years you'll be a contender. I think if you develop those guys and yeah, they're not like horribly injured. You know, career-ending injury. Well, I guess it really depends on our first pick. Mm-hmm. Say we take Keegan Murray, he plays power forward. Then we could pick yeah. up someone like Caleb Love, maybe yeah. at seventeen to play our guard. Yeah, it really depends, like because. If Ivy's available, but Keegan Murray, if Keegan Murray and Ivy are available, it's probably or not going to happen. Patrick Baldwin at um, power forward. Yeah, it depends on who, who goes before. Yeah. Because if Ivy is gone, we'll probably take Keegan. If Keegan's, if Keegan's gone, gone we'll probably take Ivy. And then, depending on that, we'll probably get a guard or a forward yeah. with the 17th pick. But, yeah, the Pacers, in a couple of years, they're – not a couple years, I but like maybe like three or four, probably maybe three. Yeah, they're like a contender. They'll be in the playoffs for sure. Thank you for tuning into the Southeastern Sports Insider. Be sure to follow so you never miss a podcast, and subscribe to our YouTube channel as a video podcast will be going up after spring break about the NFL mock draft and free agency. I'm Aiden. I'm Colin, and I'm Harrison.